Singing Dutchman Productions. Hello and welcome to Doug's Front Porch, a podcast where I get to sit down with friends, old and new, and have honest conversations. Well, dear friends, it is just me here on the front porch as we begin another year, 2023. My goodness, this episode is coming out on New Year's Day, and I decided I was going to do this year what I did last year. Our New Year's episode from 2022 was me taking a look at my trusty Bears Almanac. Now, for those of you that maybe didn't catch that episode, I have to tell you, What's an almanac, if you don't know? Among us, the Pennsylvania Dutch, particularly those of us who grew up um, with agricultural backgrounds, the almanac was almost like a second Bible in a lot of the old Pennsylvania Dutch farmhouses. There are multiple publications out there. There's the Old Farmer's Almanac, but the one that my family has always trusted the most is made by John Bear and Sons out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Uh, and this year's edition for 2023 is their 198th year, so they've been around. They know what they're doing. Every year, I look forward to my grandmother getting a new copy of the upcoming Almanac because, yes, it teaches you a lot of things about when is the right time to plant, and it also gives weather forecasts for the year, how they work that magic, I don't know, but a lot of times it's pretty darn accurate. But also the almanac is full of other helpful information, recipes, jokes, uh, when major holidays fall, uh, zodiac information for those that follow the zodiac, history, uh, important anniversaries that'll be celebrated in that in the year that the book is coming out, and you know it was originally just a piece of of helpful information in the home, but it was also a source of entertainment in those days before radio and television and all of the crazy stuff that we have today. So uh, this year, I'd like to follow in the tradition that I started last year and taking a look at my brand new Bears Almanac and Gardener's Guide for 2023. I'd like to page through with all of you guys and give you some helpful information to start the new year out on. So it's just me on the front porch and I'm rocking here with a couple layers on because it's cold and I got my trusty Bears Almanac in my hand. So let's delve into this year's Bears Agricultural Almanac and Gardener's Guide. So when I open the front page, the title page says this as it does every year. Agricultural Almanac for the year of our Lord 2023 being the third year after leap year until the 4th of July, the 247th of American independence, containing the rising, setting, and eclipses of the sun and moon, the phases and places of the moon, the aspects of the planets, the rising, setting, and southing of the most conspicuous planets and fixed stars, an equation of time, with a variety of useful and entertaining matter. So, Let's jump past the title page. So the almanac usually starts out with a listing of the eclipses of the sun and moon. And for 2023, there will be four eclipses, two of the sun and two of the moon. And those dates are as follows. On April 19th and 20th will be an annular total 
hybrid eclipse of the sun. On May 5th will be a penumbral eclipse of the moon. On October 14th, the annular eclipse of the sun. And October 28th will be a partial eclipse of the moon. So you can set those dates uh, in your calendar and hopefully um, the weather will behave itself that you can actually see some of the eclipses uh, happening. So this year uh, for 2023, um, here's some information in regards to how the planets affect um, weather and some other things. Uh, this is typically found every year in the Almanac. So 2023, Mars is the reigning planet this year, and Mars is a bright, fiery star, brilliant and terrible. He com completes his revolution every two years and is by nature hot and dry. Choleric, a masculine planet, is adverse to human nature and instigator of war and discord. He has under his influence the affairs of war, alchemy, smiths, and all mechanics who work with fire. The year in general under this planet is more dry than humid, for notwithstanding it frequently rains, it is very dry. Spring is generally dry, raw and cold, with frost until May. In summer, Mars, above all other planets, causes a hot summer, and the sun heats to such a degree that a person cannot well pass without shoes over sand and stones. The nights are very warm and uncomfortable. Streams, wells, and springs will become very small. In the autumn, it is more dry than humid, and those who have good vineyards will get more wine. There will be but little snow before the first Sunday in Advent, and notwithstanding, it sometimes freezes in October. The month of November is uniformly warm, and the winter tends to be cold, dry, and somewhat variable. So according to my almanac, that's what they're saying, as Mars is the reigning planet for 2023. Being a history nerd my whole life, one of the parts of the almanac that I always loved to turn to was the section that goes over anniversaries that we are celebrating in the United States for the year that the almanac is printed. So for 2023, these are some important anniversaries coming up in our history. Celebrating its 400th anniversary, happening back in 1623. In November of that year, the Dutch West India Company begins to allow for families to colonize in the New Netherlands. So that was a big move as the Dutch start to come into North America. Celebrating its 350th anniversary back in 1673, in January of that year, the first regular mail service is established between New York and Boston. I wonder if it was as slow as the mail service currently is now. <laughs> Maybe it was faster. Celebrating its 300th anniversary happening back in 1723, 12 men in the Boston police force are on the job, and their job is to walk their beat and to listen to what is going on. Oh, and by the way, no smoking on the job. Also in that year, Benjamin Franklin decides to move to Philadelphia from Boston. As a proud Pennsylvanian, I'm glad he made that move. Also, as a proud Pennsylvania Dutchman, this anniversary is also important. In 1723, a group of German Palatinate refugees led by the one and only Conrad Weiser arrives into the Berks County region of Pennsylvania. And the rest, of course, is history with Conrad Weiser. 
Celebrating its 250th anniversary, happening back in 1773, in May, Britain's Tea Act becomes law, and in the ensuing months, colonists begin organizing against it. After a meeting of 8,000 Bostonians in Old South Church on December 16th of 1773, the so-called Boston Tea Party takes place. Celebrating its 200th anniversary, happening back in 1823, President James Monroe announces the Monroe Doctrine to encourage European nations to, quote, back off any attempts to interfere with Latin America. And of course, the Monroe Doctrine would shape American policies for the years to come. Celebrating a 150th anniversary back in 1873, Congress passes the Coinage Act, making gold the U.S. monetary standard and eliminating all silver currency. Also that year, The Gilded Age is published by Mark Twain and Charles Warner, and this title becomes an epitaph for the 1870-1898 period of U.S. economic expansion. Also in 1873, Yale, Princeton, Columbia, and Rutgers universities meet to draw up the first rules for the game of football. Celebrating a 100th anniversary, back in 1923, Montana and Nevada enact old-age pensions of up to $25 for their residents over 70 years of age. A precursor, I guess, to Social Security, right? Also in that year, in August of 1923, the U.S. Steel institutes an eight-hour workday. Other companies soon follow. I'm glad they did that. 1923 was an important year. A lot of things happened. We also have Time Magazine has its first publication. The Bulldozer is invented. Colonel Jacob Schick receives a patent for the first electric shaver. And the DuPont Company acquires the rights to make cellophane. Fifty years ago in 1973, there's a lot of things that happen politically. And those of you that lived through that era, it's a little bit before my birth, but uh, I know my parents and my grandparents did. Some of these things will bring back some memories for sure. January 22nd of 1973, the Supreme Court decides the landmark case of Roe v. Wade, and the decision creates standards for abortions by stages of pregnancy. Of course, we know what happened in 2022 in regards to that, but it was 50 years ago this year that Roe v. Wade was passed. In April, the Watergate resignations begin. So 1973 was the year of Watergate, or the final throes of Watergate. But anyway, in April, Watergate resignations begin. Patrick Gray, FBI director who admits having destroyed evidence, is followed by Nixon's closest aides, H.R. Haldeman and John Ehrlichman, and White House counsel John Dean. Attorney General Richard Kleindienst also resigns. October of 73, Vice President Spiro Agnew resigns after pleading nolo contendere to tax evasion dating from his time as Maryland governor, and he is only the second vice president to resign in American history. That year, later on, Nixon nominates Gerald Ford to replace him using the 25th Amendment for the very first time. In October of 73, Nixon orders Attorney General Elliot Richardson to dismiss Special Prosecutor Archibald Cox. Richardson and his assistant, William Rickleshaus, refuse and resign. Cox is fired by then-Solicitor General Robert Bork, and the incident is dubbed the Saturday Night Massacre. 
It all ends, finally, (laughs) on December 3rd as Gerald Ford is sworn in as our 40th vice president, setting up, of course, his takeover of the presidency. Also in 1973, the 110-story World Trade Center is completed in New York City and briefly becomes the tallest building in the world. That year also, 1973, saw The Exorcist as the biggest grossing film of the year. Marijuana was used for the first time as a treatment for glaucoma. And the famous Secretariat is the first Triple Crown winner horse since Citation in 1948. The Almanac also always gives some horoscope hints, and uh, I'm sure everybody listening knows what their horoscope sign is. So according to uh, my trusty Almanac, here are some hints for each of the signs for this coming year. Aries, here's your warning. Loaf every so often. I actually like that warning. Taurus, watch those horns in the china shop. Gemini, everything can be double, including trouble. Cancer. Be careful of Capris. Leo, your mind may travel faster than your legs can take you. Virgo, overwork may make naught of thought. Libra, don't upset the balance. Scorpio, don't flare up out of control. Sagittarius, avoid foolhardy hazards. Capricorn, Keep others informed of your aims. Aquarius, relax. And Pisces, don't let troubles bog you down. So there you go, people. I'm Cancer, so I have to be careful of Capris. And uh, looking at the dates for Capricorns, uh, I don't really... Well, my sister-in-law's a Capricorn, but I don't think I have to be careful of her. She's a good person. Every year, Bears also looks back at previous editions and some things that they printed a long time ago and reprints them. And this year, of course, they went back to 1873 um, to have a look at what Bears Almanac said 150 years ago. And here's some advice from the 1873 Bears Almanac. If you would not have affliction visit you twice, listen at once to what it teaches Human nature is so constituted that all see and judge better in the affairs of others than in their own. Again, some sage advice from 1873. It is not until the flower has fallen off that the fruit begins to ripen. So in the life, it is when the romance is past that the practical usefulness begins. And finally, some more advice from 1873. It is not the sharpest people who succeed the best. Many an instrument is so keen that it cuts those who handle it the worst of all. The last part of the almanac that I'd like to share with you is the section from our good friend Abner Americanus. According to, according to Bears, Abner Americanus is an ancient sage who entertains us every year. So here are some of his corny jokes. That's the best way of putting it. Abner always brings us some corny jokes to make us laugh right at the end of the almanac. And I'm going to share four of them with you right now. According to Abner, a man sued an airline company after it lost his luggage. Sadly, he lost his case. But um, boom, I'll have to put in my own (laughs) symbol thing there. 
Here's another one. Did you hear about that cheese factory that exploded in France? There was nothing left but debris. Rimshot. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? Frostbite. That one's kind of cute. And one more. Which rock group has four guys who can't sing or play? Mount Rushmore, of course. Oh, Abner. Where do you come up with these? Oh, my goodness. Those are good dad jokes. I can probably use them in my classroom. Well, dear friends, that's just a quick look at the 2023 edition of Bears Agricultural Almanac and Gardening Guide in their 198th year. If you'd like to get your own Bears uh, Almanac, I will put a link in the show notes down below. You can order from them. They are old school, based out of Lancaster. In fact, you can't buy online. You have to send them via mail a check. Uh, and But they have a lot of other cool stuff available as well. But I will link their website. They do have a website. Uh, and I'll put that in the show notes down below. So now we're into 2023. I think this is actually starting the fourth year of this podcast. I can't believe that. Um, but I am excited uh, to bring you more uh, engaging conversations and interviews as the year progresses. Um I'm really proud of what we've done so far, and I'm so thankful for all of your support as you continue to uh, subscribe to the podcast, telling your friends about the things we're doing here, following along on social media, of course. We'll keep bringing Doug's Front Porch throughout 2023 and hopefully as many years to come. But I wish all of you and your families and friends and loved ones a very blessed and prosperous and healthy new year moving into 2023. I look forward to being with you on the 1st and 15th of each month. Follow along, of course, on social media. Engage with other Front Porch listeners in those formats, either on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And we'll keep the contents coming. We'll keep rocking here on the Front Porch throughout the year. And again, I wish all of you a very blessed, prosperous, and healthy new year 2023. Till next episode, dear friends, take care, stay healthy, and keep in touch. Thank you for listening to Doug's Front Porch, a conversational podcast with your host, Doug Maidenford. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Five stars only, please. Follow along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Doug's Front Porch. Also, please feel free to tell all of your friends about the show, and I'll see you all next time on My Front Porch. Thank you.